Hello and welcome to Hold My Popcorn, where we make fun of the good movies and trash the bad ones. I'm Muggle Max Healy, still stuck in Nashville. Tim will be on shortly, but over in Sacktown, California, we have our werewolf expert, John Anoshak. How are you, John? <laughs> so, yes, I've been studying the lycanthrope. Lycanthrope. Lycanthrope? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how the fuck to say it. But during my research, I discovered something amazing from the muggle world. Guys, it's called cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) I have been able to punch out so much research and also be able to move fast enough to punch a werewolf in the face with my ear and still run away. It's awesome. Cocaine's fantastic. We got to let everybody know about it. I'm great, Max. (laughs) How are you? New thing called cocaine. Check it out. I'm doing great. Um, former co-host and friend of the show, Magic Mike Preble, pulled the Lily Potter and sacrifices airtime this week. But we do have the man with the lifelong subscription, the Quick Spell magazine, the Portland, Maine squib himself, Bill Dooley's back on the show for another week of abuse. How you doing, Billy Boy? I, I, I every week I keep forgetting that you're going to insult me in this in- intro, and I'm just upset every single time. Uh, I'm fine, Max. I guess I'm fine. I'm, you you get me riled up right from the start, so let's just Woo. let's just go. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and most importantly, we're welcoming in a special guest of the show. He's a real 21st century Renaissance man. You might know him from the band Cowman or the sketch comedy group Murderfest. Or for this, old Nate is And for the sake of this platform that we're currently on, you might know him as a co-host of a very popular nerd culture podcast, Wizard and the Bruiser, as well as the pop culture podcast, Page Seven on the Last Podcast Network, exclusively on Spotify. America's sweetheart to the gaming world, Holden McNeely's on the show. <laughs> Thank you Yay! so much. Wow, you really nailed that. That was a lot of credits to say you. and you said all of them and I appreciate that. Thank you so much for for repping me so well. And thank you so much for having me on the show to talk about my favorite Harry Can't Potter wait. film of the series. And Max, we got you, sure you, you, you sure you don't want to just call it quits after after getting that? I mean, there's really nowhere for you to go but down. Yeah. <laughs> That's the I only know. time you have ever pronounced an entire sentence, every single word, <laughs> syllable. Dude, just wait until I have to pronounce the director's name and all the teachers. It's going to be bad. <laughs> <laughs> Not good. And it looks like Timmy's on, too. How you doing, Timmy? I'm doing okay. Uh, having some technical difficulties. We can tell. <laughs> but um, otherwise, doing great. So, yeah. Don't let me interrupt. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> ah, the big leagues here. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, also, Holden has a live Twitch stream that starts in less than two hours, so he might have to jump off early. We got an alarm set just in case. Maybe. And, uh, I want to make it the whole way. I think we can do it. Well, we'll see. We'll fingers see. crossed. Fingers crossed. <laughs> but with all that said, it's week three of a Harry Potter movie marathon, which means we watched 2004's Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, directed by Alfonso Curon. I hope I said that right whose uh, name might sound familiar because he went on to direct Children of Men after this, and then he also won two Best Director Oscars for Gravity and Roma. Wow. Got a real pro. Good shit. Mm -hmm. And I was actually, I had heard, I was saying this before because I was really psyched back when this movie came out. I was not a Potter boy. What do you call it? Whatever. I wasn't a Potter Potterarian. Yeah, I wasn't a part of the Potter posse back then. Uh, uh, But... I was psyched when I found out that the director of E2 Mama Tambien was directing the new Harry Potter because I thought that was such a ballsy move <laughs> on the studio's part because E2 Mama Tambien is this sex movie, uh, an indie sex 
fun sex film. And, uh, and so it was so cool that I was like, wow. And it's all so much darker and everything, but I hadn't, I I think that was the only movie I watched of the series back when it came out because I wasn't really into Harry Potter. And then my now wife and I took a year, a few years ago to actually sit down and read all the books and watch all the movies together. And that's that's how I, yeah. And that was a really awesome year, honestly, of media consumption. You did the whole thing in a year and you're still with us. Yeah, <laughs> still here, still still able to do this. And uh, my wife hasn't left me. <laughs> now she's trapped with me. So it is a really exciting time for everybody. Did you do, uh, can I ask, did you do uh, like all the books and then all the movies? Or did you do like book one, movie one, book two, movie two? How, the, how did- the latter, book, movie, book, movie, which is a really fun way. I love it's nerdy, but this is what this is all about, right? But I love sitting and talking about adaptation. We actually do this with a lot of stuff. We read, you know, Game of Thrones and watch that stuff. Kind of unfortunately near the end there. Um, yeah. We did, what else? We did, um, we've been doing uh, Golden Compass or whatever lately. Sure. yep. Even though that was weird because I thought I could watch the show based off of reading the first book and that was not the case and spoiled a bunch of stuff for myself. But either way, love to sit down after freshly after reading a book and watching the adaptation to film and discussing why they made the choices they made. Why did they leave this scene in? Why did they cut this out and really dissecting it from a script writing point of view? Uh, this is this is great then because a, I, a lot of what really frustrates me, frustrates me about this movie are things that they left out. So mm-hmm. okay, cool. Yeah, it, it, uh, you'll have to refresh my memory on some of those things, but I'm sure I could join that discussion. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Like Cho Chang, not even in this <laughs> at all. Is Cho <laughs> Chang? Oh yeah, she's not. <laughs> Cho Chang doesn't come into the books until the fourth one, does she? I think she's in the third one. I'm pretty sure. All right. Yeah. Or just all the um, the map, like not mentioning who the people who wrote the fucking map are. But yes, yeah, <laughs> that's kind of a big thing. There's a few. Yeah. There's a few of them. Yeah. All right. Well, should we get into it? Let's yes. do it. Cool. Movie opens up with Harry feverishly tugging on his wand under his bed sheets, followed by Harry transforming Uncle Vernon's sister into the lead from my 700 pound floating life after she talks a bunch <laughs> of shit about Harry's parents. <laughs> Dude, she got off easy, too. I mean, I don't know how she descended later, like if they had to pop her and then give her a blood transfusion immediately <laughs> or how that worked, but she got off easy. Harry is a short fuse. It annoys me. He needs to, he needs to like be a, he needs to be a true psycho. You know what I mean? You don't (laughs) blow her up in the moment. You plot for like 30 years and then you murder her in a gruesome manner and she's not even going to know why. That's what a true psycho does. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's Mm. also just, why are we shocked now? Family. Uh, that's it's something zany's gonna happen to you, especially when you talk a bunch of shit to or about Harry Potter. Why? Why is this blowing your mind at this point? We've, we've is, it's happened time and time. Oh my God! A magical thing is happening. Wow! Wow! Why? Why is Harry still living with the Dursleys? Right. They're literally abusing him. They've been right. abusing him for an entire life, and apparently he's rich in the wizard world. Why doesn't he go fucking get a sw- sick-ass loft somewhere, you know? And like, <laughs> get you know? emancipated. 
Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't he eventually in the books, I guess not by book three, he ends up living with like the Weasleys, right? Or so? It's yeah. been a minute since I read the books, but. He, he makes his way to the Weasleys and it's, so on. And then I it's think. It's because it's charm. It's there's like some charm once you turn 16 that like the, the, the Dursley's house is now like apparent to anybody who wants to get them. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. It's just why I, it just all of it. <laughs> they don't want him there, but also he's going to do something to the, you know, it's just by yeah. this point, we, we should be done. We should realize <laughs> <laughs> don't talk shit or ba- weird magic's going to happen at you. So like, well, that's actually a great point too, is that like they clearly did learn their lesson because they let him out of the broom closet and have his own bedroom mm. <laughs> right, right. in this movie. So they clearly took a little happened. bit of that to heart. Yeah. It's like, well, I mean, he went, he could go from throwing cakes at our guests to killing people. Maybe we should adjust this. And they, yeah, they don't follow through. Yeah. It's they like, get part it's, it's like my grandmother always said, you can't throw a bed at a mu- magician to make, him happy it's in that you know what i mean you got to be a nice person there's finesse there's manipulation involved they have a want the only issue i had in this scene is that wayne knight already did this in space jam oh i mean i was laughing my ass off in the next scene too when harry packs all his things and walking down the street and you can just see her in the distance like a like a diabetic (laughs) balloon just screaming (laughs) that was a really nice touch <laughs> uh, well, good way to spend a little extra of that budget money. Yeah, it's also one of the final throws of being able to laugh at a fat person in a movie. <laughs> this is the, the, the end of the um, the Nutty Professor era is what I, the big mo- the era of the Big Mama is what I call it. <laughs> Rest in peace. Yeah. Rest in peace. I can't even make fun of my own people. That's what's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Well, then a big, scary black dog creeps out of the woods, barking at Harry when out of nowhere. The magical night bus arrives, taking Harry to the Leaky Cauldron, where, he, where uh, he's greeted by Uncle Fester from the Adams family. Honest question, because I just don't know that where we're at. Is the shrunken head, is that now problematic? Yes. It, uh, okay, mm. that is, it, it's, we're past the point where this is okay. <laughs> I don't know, I have to ask somebody else. Oh, is this like, no, this is like a I boo saw... or something like that? A boo from the Simpsons? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I felt a, that, that there was a little bit of a cringe in that. Yeah, that's that's become dated for sure. <laughs> yeah. And that's, is that like that in the book? No, I don't think no. so. I don't think I don't that, like shriveled talking head is a thing on the night bus. <laughs> Jamaican shrivel with a Jamaican right. accent, right. which is yeah. like not even. I feel like shrunken heads is what voodoo, which is more Haitian, whatever. Anyways. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a, there's a lot of uh, cultural missteps in that. <laughs> <laughs> That's also what Bill calls his penis, the shrivel talking head. <laughs> Wham! Uh, hey, it works. You got a kid. Broadcast. You're fine. But can we can we talk at least for like two seconds about the service that Harry receives, like versus what would happen in the U.S.? So like the sketchy bus, like, you know, screeches to a halt in front of him and he's like, all right, what the fuck do you want? You need to write. Great. Yeah. Get on the fucking bus, dude. No, don't take your stuff. I'm going to take it for you. I'm going Mm. to help you get on the fucking bus here. It would have been like, get on the bus, take care of your own shit. Uh, If you fall off. Tough, whatever. Doesn't matter. Right. Are you kidding me? Here it'd be, it'd be like, get on the bus, don't step on the heroin needles, and don't wake up the sleeping <laughs> well, junkie in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing that I also found from my research um, of uh, the lichen species was heroin. Not as great as cocaine. Mm-hmm. Makes you sleepy. Not as great. Mm-hmm. Models, I, I don't understand. Yeah. Ooh. Mm-hmm. That's the I cure. Agree. Gotta stay awake. 
Do you notice <laughs> uh, when he when Harry when they first go into the leaky cauldron, there's a guy sitting at the table reading a book that they just kind of briefly pan past. He is uh, he's reading a brief history of time by Stephen Hawking. Oh, I find interesting given the time travel aspect. Yes, of this movie. foreshadowing yeah. time travel. Very mm. interesting. So also during this ride, Harry learns that Sirius Black broke out of prison. And he was a big supporter of Newt. Jesus Christ. He's a big <laughs> supporter of you know who. See, I <laughs> fucked that up. Big supporter of Newt Gingrich. It's all right. You got it out of the way. Recover, Max. Recover. <laughs> all right. Well, after this, a minister of magic pardons Harry for using underage ma- uh, magic. Then Harry's attacked by a vicious biting book. Love the book. Love the book. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. how reading, that's how reading should be. I kind of felt bad for the book when Harry jumped on top of it. Like, that's kind of a dick move. You can't be nicer to the book. Right. Maybe try feeding the book something. You know right. what I mean? If not food, then a man or something. <laughs> Feed me a stray cat. Ask it how its day's going, you know? Don't just immediately expect it to open up to you. <laughs> Harry's like a little pissant kid who's getting a puppy. He's like, nah, we're never going to train the puppy, never going to take it out. you got to train that book, you know what I mean? you got to teach it, you got a firm hand, teach it about uh, discipline. Harry's like a little. Harry is a little pissant. Let's be honest. Yes, he, he really is. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. To my point in earlier episodes it's about Harry, could he have not put in some push-ups or something throughout this entire series? <laughs> or a str- I mean, I feel like he could he could magic muscles onto him. I yeah. Right. Oh boy, we're going down yeah. this rabbit hole. Again. Yeah. yeah. I want to go down this rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah. Why doesn't he magic a, a big old hog on himself? Yep. <laughs> some muscles. There you go. But I mean, he's, I feel like he's not really lady oriented yet. I feel like, isn't that more of a book five scenario situation, but you are, it is shocking that it never came into play or, and we've not gotten a JK Rowling tweet, uh, posthumous rewriting of the lore tweet about it either, which is even more upsetting. It's fucking bullshit. It's fucking bullshit. I'm going to go lodge a complaint. <laughs> Well, a little bit later on the train to Hogwarts, Harry's telling Ron and Hermione about how Sirius Black escaped prison so he can kill Harry when all of a sudden a Dementor breaks into their passenger cart to suck face with Harry. But then their new Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher, Professor Lupin, wakes up and saves the day by stunning the Dementor. This is a perfect example of how the magical world is just batshit crazy. There's just like, they have just like prison guard serial killers running around sucking people's <laughs> faces off. I mean... Like that that wouldn't fly in in the United States of America, you know. I think I don't know. I think the magical world needs to get its act together. They need regulations. They need like a full on like TSA security clearance check for, you know, defense against the dark arts teachers. We've covered that before. Clearly somebody needs to put tracking beacons onto these fucking dementors because yeah, they just get out and raise hell. I want oversight. <laughs> oversight, oversight, oversight. Regulation. <laughs> There's, yeah, there's really not enough talk about the politics and regulations of the magical world in the in this movie. I, I, I need a deeper dive into the Ministry of Magic and, and all the backwater red tape that goes on there. You're it's, saying you want for Harry Potter to get the Star Wars prequel treatment, and I cannot go down that road with you. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to happen. I, I'm sorry. I know where this leads, okay? The and C-SPAN Nisa version. Not, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just the court <laughs> stuff. The, yeah, the red tape and everything. That's uh, what I need. Yeah. Dude, Bill, there's going to be a petition landing on our front doorstep with 50,000 signatures after this episode now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then the newly cast Dumbledore announces the new hires of Lupin and Hagrid and tells the kids that the mentors will be patrolling the school all year. 
I was so happy to have a new Dumbledore that wasn't whispering the entire time. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, this just, was when he was replaced. Yeah, and he speaks with a normal, just outdoor talking voice and not just <laughs> coarse whisper like he was just screaming at a rave the entire night before or something. <laughs> Bill, was, not not all of us are are not happy unless we're mad. We like a soft <laughs> touch from time to time. And I really love the old the old Dumbledore. He was the yeah. only one. He actually put, put across the, the warmth and the caring that wasn't actually true considering he's going to probably try to he sacrifice his Harry spoiler alert later. Right. But, right. Um, you know, yeah. but he's still warm, caring, thoughtful, soft-spoken, doesn't need to raise his voice and like all of that. And I'm like, Oh, I want you. I want you old man. But then he's gone. Cause he had to go fucking die. And as I said previously in the 1950s, you didn't let your actors die. Right. Until <laughs> the series was done. <laughs> yeah, I hope they got a lot of money off of the con- breach of contract. His, his <laughs> a family. family. Qu- question: If this was made now and Dumbledore died, do you think they'd just finish it with CGI? Oh God! Oh, yeah. God. Of course. Yeah, of course they would. And, they'd be, would. and they'd use anti-aging for no reason. They would just like make him a boy. It's like why is Dumbledore a boy? It's like because we can. Because we have the technology. <laughs> it would look hey. so bad too. It'd be like you turn it on two years later and be like, Jesus Christ, what the hell is this? <laughs> what is this, this looks like puppets on strings. Daniel Radcliffe, they had made into a baby. It's like, why is he a baby? Why is he in a diaper? Is Harry Potter just like, because we can, dude? (laughs) Then in, uh, oh boy, Divination, is that how you say it? Divination. Divination. Good. High five for me. Class. (laughs) Why do you get high five? You had to ask how it was said. You haven't said it yet. Well, I said it right first. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. We introduced to uh, the sister of Bubbles from Trailer Park Boys, Professor Trelawney, who tells Harry he's going to die, but Hermione thinks he's full of shit. I love Trelawney. Spoiler Trelawney. alert, she's probably going to be my favorite character at the end of this. I <laughs> love Emma Thompson. I love her take on Trelawney. I love how she is both the silliest character in the whole movie and then also the scariest mm-hmm. at one point. She uh, just, I love her work. I love her warmth. I want to, I want to be her. I want to live in her skin. I want to walk around in her skin, (laughs) dance in it, tuck my penis and balls between my (laughs) legs and throw on some music and just sort of dance around my room, just wearing her flesh. You've really, you've really tapped into the core theme of the show. I'm so impressed. I'm so impressed so far. (laughs) You know what drives me drives me absolutely nuts in, nuts in the scene is how much of a fucking bitch Hermione is being. It is mm. unbelievable. She has this amazing privilege, which we we find out about that she's given time travel so she can do extra classes, including divination. And all she does the entire movie is shit on divination. Mm. Drop the fucking <laughs> class. You don't need to take right. that many classes. Just <laughs> drop it. It drives me nuts. I'm, I'm not even going to go near you when you're agitated like this, Bill. <laughs> I know you. The thing you can't see is that all the fans in Bill's forehead are just popping out right now. <laughs> We've just, gotten used to the signs. Just the dog shaking. <laughs> <laughs> all right, then you get Hagrid's first class, which starts off well with uh, Harry riding Buckbeak, the hippogriff, but then Draco rains on everyone's parade by getting attacked and crying like a little baby back bitch. Oh my God, dude. Like, look up, seriously, look up hippogriff under page 93. Don't fuck with a giant flying cat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you just don't do it and especially if it's got a beat because that shit fucking hurts it's not like oh you get a little puncture it's taking a chunk out dude. I, i'm not getting cat out of that thing john i yeah. gotta tell you i'm getting yeah. a lot of things but cat like i'm well, getting bird okay, so i'm getting a horse getting a horse. lion it's got claws yeah. 
it behaves Talents. like a fucking cat where it's like, nah, I got to say you can walk up and touch me. Like everything <laughs> about it. You know, and I'm going to say someone here is watching too much Tiger King. <laughs> As I sit here and my actual cat just chomps on my fucking hand. I wonder why I'm being inspired. I mean, this is what happens when you give Hagrid a class, though. You know it's not going to go well. I just, I love how dangerous... This the school is how you could actually just die in a class like on any given day. And it's and the stakes are so high. It's amazing. <laughs> There's no insurance. Like, what is the insurance policy at Hogwarts? There's got to be <laughs> something. Great question. Well, I can tell you that farmer's insurance does not cover angry rape trees uh, that are out front. <laughs> because that is also a very real possibility that you could be violated by a tree during your tenure. All right, and then next class up, it's going to be a lesson with Professor Lupin, who introduces a bogut to the class, which is a shapeshifter that forms into whatever you're most afraid of. And uh, the best way to fight it is with laughter, so the kids have a merry old time until it's mm-hmm. Harry's turn. Mm-hmm. You say it's a, it's a bogut? Is that, that what they... It's yeah. A bo- bogart. Like Humphrey? Yeah. 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 I don't like these fucking Brits joint. with their stupid pr- pronunciations. Don't though. exactly. It's a bogart. bogart that you <laughs> the bogart. There is an R in there, Max. You, you should use that R. Mm. I'm pretty sure I rewound it, tried to just hear what they said again. Like, Trulani, when she said her name, I was like, what the fuck did you just say? You, I cannot hear anything other than Brad Pitt in Inglorious Bastards. Trulani. When you say, Trulani. <laughs> Trulani. Uh, Gorlami. Yeah, we're, we're playing with a new segment called Fuck with the Host um, uh, as much as possible. Honestly, this whole Bogart thing, it's like, I, I don't know. I don't know what your guys, like what your Bogart would be, but my Bogart would be child's laughter. So, like, this whole class would just be shocking to me. It would be so frightening. I mean, Lupin is, Lupin is really playing a dicey game here with, with this. I mean, like, what if like what if one of these kids is, like, severely beaten by his parents at home and, like, his, his, his parents is what comes out as the thing that he's most afraid of. Exactly. How are you so going to many- deal with that? Like, that's a fun thing to bring out in the middle of a or classroom loop. Yeah, or just is that Jerry breeze. Sandusky? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, now, yeah, and then of course they, and then uh, what's his name? Uh, Wolf Boy sees the moon <laughs> is his thing. Yeah, very in there. Little little foreshadow for the Wolf Man. I love that they they made this deep enough to where kids love it, but also like it's kind of like the Disney thing. Like there's something in it for adults where they can be like, "Ooh, there's a mystery here." They're foreshadowing something. Like it's still, it even the book series. I mean, it holds up for adults just as well as it did kids. It's very well done. Love Lupin as a character. I, mm. I just, I just wonder, like, why did they have to give him like a molester mustache in this movie? Mm. I thought it was, it was Ugh. very dashing. I, I'm, I'm totally on uh, the other direction, Max. I thought that mustache was fantastic. <laughs> the man's a werewolf, for fuck's sake. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. Spoiler alert. But he's a fucking werewolf. Of course he gets an evil villain little mustache. I mean, he just eats you. He doesn't violate you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Well, then you get some uh, good character development with Lupin talking about Harry's parents. Then Sirius Black breaks into Hogwarts and attacks the fat lady portrait. <laughs> I no. wish. I wish they would have actually filmed that. Like, you big fucking bitch. Like, just, <laughs> just going at her with a knife and her like, I'm a Gryffindor, let me get. <laughs> what if like Sirius Black is you know like it, you find out at the end of this he's a good guy but 
you know, he does have these personality flaws like owning slaves, but we'll find that out <laughs> in the next movie. But anyways, but he's also just like terribly, terribly offended by fat people and as a, as a <laughs> fat person serial killer. Yeah, it's like the, the Family Guy episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Donnie exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, then Snape substitutes for Lupin where he goes off course and randomly makes the kids learn about werewolves. And also takes five points from Gryffindor for Hermione being a, quote, insufferable know-it-all. <laughs> I is- mean, I like how I like the cut of his jib with her in that scene. <laughs> it's true. It's 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 straight up. Somebody, somebody needed to say it. Somebody needed to say it. Exactly. It needed to be mm-hmm. said. And uh, what also needed to be said was page 394. <laughs> page 394. <laughs> you can Alan actually- Rickman is... The greatest actor of his age. I love that. He's great. Yeah. Um, so my cousin Joe was at Brown the same time that Emma Watson was there. And um, I was asking him, like, do you have any stories about her? And he said that she was just really quiet. But whenever she would answer any question in class, someone would always just yell, five points for Gryffindor. <laughs> <laughs> and she hated it. I bet, I bet, I bet that was really fun after the seventh week of it. I bet that was like so fun for her to only be this one thing. You know what I mean? She's, she's like, she's eventually like doing her PhD dissertation and even her professors are like, so what was Daniel Radcliffe like? Yeah, exactly. You guys have any questions about the uh, PhD dissertation or just Harry, po- just Harry Potter? Okay. No insight on the nude play, maybe? Mm-hmm. Okay. She did a nude play. Yeah. No, no. no. Um, Daniel Radcliffe did. Radcliffe did. Yep. He did. Why? Uh, of, of all the people that could have done it, I would have rather seen Alan Rickman. Right, I'll put it this way. Um, he started putting in his push-ups after the series ended. Mm. Yeah. Extreme vascularity. Oh. Where? But yeah, that was detail yeah. I did not <laughs> All right, we'll cut to a massive thunderstorm, which means the kids need to play Quidditch because they're only allowed to play when the risk of death is at its highest. And what do you know? Bunch of kids get hit by lightning and Harry falls off his broom after being attacked by a Dementor. Again, legitimately dangerous. No insurance policy to be found. And uh, I just love I, this is the dark one. I le- that is a scary. But yeah, no, no one in their right mind would let a bunch of children play a sporting game in that sort of weather. It is just n- in no way a shocker. I think every bad thing that happens to a kid in this movie is in no way shocking and and before it happens you know it's it's like they shouldn't have that's a that's a wild animal a dangerous animal they shouldn't just be trying to break it in you know uh right on the spot and this is clearly not weather for any sporting event especially one that is performed in the skies exactly i wouldn't go so far to say that i i am shocked every time someone doesn't die right <laughs> you know what I, mean? I wish they did more of that like you just saw kids dying left and right during these scenarios and they just it's in the background you know what i mean right it's like putting it's the piled. sheet over the kid's head and putting him in the ambulance and stuff and dumbledore just sort of like coyly giving them everyone like a shh symbol <laughs> it's this callous indifference to the death of a student <laughs> some, so, like some minor background characters just just frequently just fall off and these are never spoken of again like Seamus <laughs> just Seamus Finnegan yeah. is just all of a sudden gone yeah just gone <laughs> so why is Dumbledore the only one of all of the teachers at this very prestigious wizarding school that tries to stop Harry from plummeting to his death great question mm-hmm. Excellent. I know it's not time yet <laughs> That's why. <laughs> Not yet. 
<laughs> soon. Is what is the deal? My like, kill. Like, uh, can, so can they do magic without their wands? Because he definitely didn't have a wand. He just yelled out like whatever slow slowing momentum, whatever that whatever it was that he said. Arresto he, momento. He just stuck his hand mm-hmm. out. It was like that would have been a great time to get the elder wand shot in there. But Ooh, no, yeah. No. It's because the other actor died with the want. He's buried in a movie. white tomb on an, yep. on an island in a lake. <laughs> I, you know, maybe maybe this is in the same universe as Star Wars and he's high in midichlorians. I don't know. I, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> also, Harry's broom gets raped by the Whomping Willow and they lose the game. So that's not good. Mm-hmm. So now it's winter time and... Poor, rich, and famous Harry can't play with his friends at Hogsmeade, so he decides to sneak out with his invisibility cloak. But Fred and George do one better by giving him the Marauder's Map, which is uh, pretty much a cheat sheet map code uh, for the entire school, showing him uh, where all the secret passages to the school are, as well as all the whereabouts of anyone in the castle. They just get so many cheaty things in general, I feel mm-hmm. like, uh, with the time travel. It's like time travel and a map that just lets you see everyone's movements. It just feels. Fun. Yeah, it's like you don't even have to work for it anymore at that point. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Harvey Weinstein would have loved that. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm not that. <laughs> Also, Harry would definitely not been obeying the rules of shelter in place. No, God, no. Mm-mm. definitely Mm-mm. not. No, but all right, wait. But holding to to that point, you know, it, it's like it's this with those with the invisibility cloak and that map. You would think <laughs> that doing whatever you want around Her- Hogs, Hogwarts would be, you know, it would be like playing a game on super easy with all the cheat codes uh, enabled. And yet, he still gets caught by Snape. How yeah. do you get caught by Snape? You has an you have an invisibility cloak and a map that tells you where everyone is in the castle. How I didn't even so mention dumb. the invisibility cloak, by the way, when I said time travel and a map that shows where everybody is. I forgot. Yeah. Also, absolute invisibility. At that point, don't you just become Voldemort and take over the world and and make make it bend to your every whim? You know? Oh, no, but you're sad about your parents. But it's like, come on, dude. Figure it out. <laughs> Get your yeah, shirt Harry's, together. Harry's too busy, like, starting his cure band, cure cover band. You know what I mean? <laughs> I need to deal with these emotions, man. Dude, if I were a teenager and I got all three of those things, honestly, it would just probably lead to a lot of weird, furious masturbation. <laughs> but yeah. eventually, after all of it left my balls, I would <laughs> decide to do something purely evil with the th- those things because I was a piece of shit back in those days. Which everybody was. Yep. All right. Then a little bit later at the Three Broomsticks... Harry, being the nosy kid, uh, snoops in on a private conversation with McGonagall and the Minister of Magic, where he learns that Sirius Black was best friends with James Potter, but gave Voldemort his whereabouts. Then he killed their friend Peter Pettigrew in Twelve Innocent Muggles, and he's Harry's godfather. So now it's personal, and he's oh, gotta okay. kill Sirius Black. <laughs> I'm sorry. There is no excuse. For him shoving through the crowd of carolers in the in the square, I don't care what news you just learned. That was horrendous. I like I hate Harry from this point on in the entire series because you are such a piece of trash. I love that, like you know that teenage boy. Like I'm gonna kill him. It's like, dude, you're not gonna kill him. 
<laughs> if he ever wanted to kill you, Harry, he would do it. Like, yeah. I don't care whatever Patronus you can conjure. It's like, let's be realistic. That's like, a, that's like a teenage boy being like, I'm going to beat up my dad. It's like, no, you're not. <laughs> the shit kicked out of you. Or I'm, it's like a teenage boy being like, I'm going to put on this invisibility cloak and I get to jerk off anywhere. <laughs> oh I get my to do God. it on the football field. Yeah. I get to, I guess, on the, or on the Quidditch pitch. Or whatever <laughs> it is. Just like Middle of free- class. So, oh, yeah. but, here, but here's the problem. So you, you are addressing or speaking to the Sacramento masturbator. And I have to say that the fun comes out of being seen. <laughs> right. I guess ah, it's the yeah. rush. I mean, yeah, it depends on if you're in the whole voyeur thing, but then it becomes a thing <laughs> where you remove the invisibility cloak mm. in the middle of the act and then go, ooh, you know, naughty, naughty, <laughs> <laughs> or whatever you say. I don't know what the person says when they do that, because I'm not one of those people. I like to do it not in the park. <laughs> keep it secret, keep it safe. My whole, my, my whole thing with the invisibility cloak, and I was thinking, uh, you know, thinking about masturbation while while this came to my mind, is that while watching the children, yep, <laughs> on in the movie, yep. okay, dun dun, um, oh god, is you, they're gonna hear you jerking off, like they're gonna hear that right. rustling and that heavy breathing, you know what I mean? So it's just gonna right. be like a, a, an empty desk in the back of the class with someone. Going, rrr, <laughs> it occasionally <laughs> shakes a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> all I can say is you have a point. That's all I can say. Good. Uh, Let's move why, on. Why is the desk sweating? <laughs> it's not sweating. It's me. And it's my semen. Ha ha. Just disappear That's again. That's the best thing. Then when they're like, uh, clearly Harry is once again masturbating <laughs> in the janitor closet of at Hogwarts. Um, and then, uh, oh, no, oh, time turner. You know what I mean? Yeah, look, he was never there. <laughs> Mr. Phil hates Harry. He's just constantly <laughs> disinfecting. <laughs> you can now call me the boy who came. Runs <laughs> 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 away. All right, fast forward to spring, and Harry's getting private lessons to defend himself from Dementors by using the Patronus charm. Then the kids find out that Buckbeat has been sentenced to death. Uh, brutal. Uh, yeah, so they, um, children's movie. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Executioner. Mm-hmm. But also children's movie directed by the dude who made that sexy Mexico film about two young lads enjoying possibly, spoiler alert, a threesome with a much older woman. It's very good. It's Obama Tambien. Get it. <laughs> Get it in your life. Uh, yeah, um, but I love how dark this goes, but children need to be, I was always told from an early age, another saying from my grandmother is confront a child every day with death and a scary man you will make. And I think that, but you know, she had a point that, you know, you have to expose them to these things so that they can become terrifying. I totally older agree. Age. You got to start, you got to start them from at least if, if two, if you haven't started them seeing death by two, I mean, they're just going to grow up to be wimps. Yeah. If I see a kid on the street, I literally, t- I always just go like, death is yeah. real. And <laughs> you know what it's I mean? an important lesson for them. Just, it's, it, that's really a ser- civic service you're providing. Right. And the parents aren't going to sit there. Oh, they're tired from the insurance job or whatever they're working. They don't want to talk to their kid about death every day of the week. But I say it's part of the part of the job of being a parent. As uh, And this is coming from someone who does not have kids. <laughs> so uh, with that in mind, Bill, how many times have you enlightened Francis about 
uh, death. I mean, up to this I've tried to watch as many violent movies as I can. Uh, you know, with un, at, under the age of six months, I'd say he's watched no less than fifteen to to twenty like R-rated violent movies. Like, oh, okay. like we watched uh, like the all three of the first three Alien movies together because he needs to know <laughs> that there are space aliens out there looking to face rape you and burst out of your chest. Yeah, you if you haven't completely wiped out his ability to have human emotions by, <laughs> you know. Age one, I think we're you're really doing a bad job. He's, he's never going to survive as a lobsterman in Maine if he has those kinds of emotions <laughs> hanging around. I just, I'm, I'm actually relieved. I thought you were going to say like you squish a gerbil in front of him every day or something like. That. <laughs> no, no, no. Live, live uh, sacrifices won't come until he's like three. You know, oh, give no, him no, a little no. bit of time. He has Very to understand nice. object permanence first. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, mm-hmm. it's just a waste. Huh. Great. <laughs> 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 All right, well, Harry sees Peter Pettigrew on the Marauders map, but he's supposed to be dead. So, of course, Harry needs to go investigate. But oddly, Peter's footsteps go right past him, and then Harry gets frisked by Snape, which ends mm. in hilarity. Indeed. I just... Harry gets frisked by Snape. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's a weird way to put it. That's coming out in a, a New York Times op-ed in a couple years. Yeah. Yeah. Good old Slither shins coming to get you. They they enter that scene with uh, Harry's like sitting in bed looking at the map and Ron has a night terror where he wakes up, uh, is terrified of spiders. And fun fact, that is a that is a real problem in, in the dueling household here. I have... Terrible night terrors, specifically of being covered in spiders. And I have woken up like mm. multiple again. Like it's probably about like once every two months, I wake up like violently flailing and yelling, trying to get the spiders mm. off of me. So real quick, <laughs> I have I have witnessed this uh while we were camping can in we, New Hampshire. Can we mic you up so we can capture some of that audio for the show? It is <laughs> if you want if you want to hear a, a grown man scream in terror, that's what this is. Huh. Well, so Ron, I think Ron your father did a wrong. good job when he threw all the spiders on you as a baby. <laughs> he didn't go all the way, though. Yeah, he didn't finish the job. Yeah, spiders weren't big enough. <laughs> oh, God. I'm going to have nightmares tonight. <laughs> Just Paul going, we need bigger spiders. <laughs> Just dumping them into the crib. <laughs> all right. Also, Lupin saves Harry's ass, keeps a map, gives Harry a stern talking to, which is way overdue. And on his way out, he tells Lupin that he saw Peter Pettigrew on the map. Hmm. Lupin mm-hmm. totally gets mind fucked there. Just, yeah. mm-hmm. that's so, not possible. <laughs> he gets his mind fucked in there, but who the fuck does Lupin think he is playing like goody two, you know, all buddy buddy with Harry. And then all of a sudden I am outraged that you would ever use something like this. Like, <laughs> that I created. Like, dude, you're a fucking werewolf. Fuck you. What are you? Like, <laughs> no. Who appear- How did he... Go what's ahead, his Tim. origin for the what's Lupin's origin for being a werewolf? Like he d- chose to become one? Um no. no, the villain werewolf that comes in later on um uh, attacked him as a baby because he like his family like owed that guy money or something. Ah, uh, okay. I forget gotcha. the guy's name. Veneer v- Veneer Grayback, I think. Yeah, that guy. There. Well, fuck him anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk to me like that. (laughs) I also love in that scene with Snape just being such an asshole. Well, well, Lupin out for a little walk in the moonlight. Yeah. (laughs) Just those those subtle digs, you freak. You goddamn freak. (laughs) That's another thing that they don't mention either. That is a pivotal part is the reason why Snape knows is because in the book, when they're all kids, 
uh, Lupin attacks Snape, and I think um, Sirius and James like fight him off and like save his life. I mean, I, I was. You know, they don't go into any of that. They don't no. really. They don't really delve even all that much into like the friendship that that exists between those four people. That they are the people on the Marauders map. That they all are uh, animagus or uh, animungus, whatever. You, however, you oh, big it. words, Bill. Come on, Anna, easy, animangus. Whatever. They don't like discuss that they all had that, those powers. Why they had it? Like they, they don't go into any of that. It, it drives yeah. me nuts. I mean, they got to skip some incredibly important information. <laughs> you know I mean? <laughs> got to turn a profit. Has to happen. Yeah. This episode of Hold My Popcorn is brought to you by Ballsy. Men products for men parts like your balls. It doesn't matter if you live in the muggle or wizarding world. At some point, your balls are going to smell. You think Professor Lupkin's two little pups between his legs smell like Birdie Bot's roast-flavored jelly beans after a night of howling at the moon and trying to eat a gang of 13-year-olds? I don't think so! So why don't you do your balls a favor and go to BallWash.com today and check out some of their amazing products like Ball Wash XL, which is body wash with natural ingredients including aloe vera, cucumber peel extract, lavender, and cedarwood oil. Ooh boy! Any lady would be lucky to scratch and sniff your scented sticker after that. Or if you're on the go-go, but your balls smell like no-no. How about you buy the Quickies Ball and Body Wipes, which are cooling, refreshing, textured wipes to remove sweat, smell, and God knows whatever else is in your taint. There's a bunch of awesome products to choose from, so go to ballwash.com and use the promo code POPCORN15 at checkout for 15% off your first order. That's P-O-P-C-O-R-N-1-5 at checkout and tell your balls that Hold My Popcorn sent ya. Well, after this, Professor Trelawney, in some sort of trance, freaks Harry the fuck out with a prophecy saying that the Dark Lord's servants will be returning tonight. That's not good. How much acid is this woman on? Exactly. (laughs) Another flashback. Do you do you think that they actually have drugs in the wizarding world or they just like can zap themselves in the head and just be like, you know, ball tripicus and just like just trip balls for six hours? I think they definitely have drugs, but like some great drugs. when they're eating those jelly beans, they're all like making animal noises. I'm like, that's, wow. that's drugs, right? They're like they're just smoking weed right now. <laughs> right. Yeah, Tr- Trelawney too has the good. <laughs> shit. Yeah, yeah. That's who you got to go to for you know what I mean? Because she'll give you some kind of three day like psilocybin situation. <laughs> She's got all the quaaludes. Yeah, she's got everything. We also she toured with Hendrix, man. You know what I mean? (laughs) She she knows. She knows what's up. She also she also gives us our second fantastic and truly needed burn of Hermione in this in this movie with that where she (laughs) she tells her that her soul is as dry as the pages in the books in which she so desperately cleaves to. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, gosh, burn, fierce, brutal, (laughs) fucking vicious, awesome. That'll teach young girls to overachieve. <laughs> I know, too. It's because she's so good at it. She's so good at what she does. Everyone just shits on her. These grown adults just shit on her. I mean, honestly, it's very much like my high school experience. For sure. Well, we're entering the third act, and to kick it off, Hermione punches Draco in the face. One of the best scenes of the whole series. I yep. love that. Great. Mm-hmm. And that they repeat it. 
Yeah. And then she gets <laughs> yeah. to admire her work later, which is fantastic. <laughs> Great form. So I, I, I bitched about this on the last episode a lot. Like, you know, th- there are lots of opportunities for throat punches or just punching someone in the face as opposed to casting a deadly spell on them. Why don't we do more of that in the wizarding world? Right. You know, Agreed. especially the people that, that, you know, come from muggle background, you would think that their anger issues would result in physical violence. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. if I if I went to Hogwarts, I would have been fighting people, le- just diving headfirst at their knees, as I was prone to do around that age. That was my go-to Bill, move. If you went anywhere, if you went anywhere. <laughs> so here, here's a fun story about Bill. We all saw um, 300, and um, there was a kid out in the parking lot, and Bill was so like amped up. He's like, I want to tackle somebody, and then he saw like like a kid that was like two years younger than us, and he started sprinting at the kid, and the kid was just, like laughing, thinking that it was a joke, and beer. Bill just like fucking speared him on yeah. the pavement. Yeah, that was. An I was ex- like, you just called him beer. Yeah, <laughs> beer. That's what I'm drinking right now. I was real, I was real jacked up on on all the hormones from uh, from 300, and and uh, that that o- that O'Leary kid just had to go down. <laughs> I would love to inspect your childhoods one by one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for me, I was just furiously masturbating at this point. So I don't, that's not why I'm just incensed that there's none of it in any of these. Uh, and it's not like I don't want to see some child do that sort of thing, but just there's no reference to it. There's no sort of. That would have been a hilarious uh, thing at one at one point in one of these movies is like they go back to the dorm and like Neville just like quickly covers up his waist with a blanket. Like you can clearly tell. Right. Yeah, like, it's the bathroom way forever. that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. yeah, you look at the seriously, you look at the map and you can see it's like, why? Why does he go to the, the bathroom so often and just sit there? <laughs> <laughs> you got that SNL uh, skit. I guess that that's all the masturbation you could do in this whole thing. Oh, with, uh, what's her name? <laughs> Lindsay Lohan. Oh, yeah. Um, all right. Then the kids think that they see the execution of Buckbeak while Ron chases after his pet scabbers when the big, black, scary CGI dog reappears, oh, yeah. dragging Ron into the base of the Whomping Willow. Oh no, the most useless character in the franchise is in trouble. <laughs> this really is a continuation of Ron does nothing. Um, it Let is the boy die. amazing, amazing how useless he is to this group. And it's also kind of amazing how really the storyline should be around Hermione doing everything. And Harry just happened to be like following her around. I'm not going to hear another word of this ginger bash. <laughs> <laughs> Um, did you did you guys catch that in in this version in this uh, horrific rendition of the the, the story um, somehow while being thrown around by the by the rape tree Hermione throws Harry into the the tunnel under the tree and then just somehow also gets there herself. Yeah, that worked out. That that hmm. worked out really nice. She threw him from a moving tree into a tunnel that was the size of like <laughs> that was like three feet in diameter. Pretty impressive Michael- move. My question is, do you think they used the same rape tree in this as they did in Evil Dead? Or was that a different one? Um, no. <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> I it, it, they came from, they came, they're same different saplings from the same right. parent tree. Mm, you know, same, that, yeah. Cousins. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah, so after some unwanted foreplay with the angry molesting tree, Harry and Hermione are jammed inside of it where they come face-to-face with Sirius Black, played by the always great Gary Oldman. Oh, Gary. He's so good. I love, love him. Gary Oldman. Mm. I, I, I'm fixated on his chest. I feel like he always shows like a lot of chest hair, no matter mm. if he's playing Dracula, if he's playing 
whatever the fuck he is in this, um, you know, a slave owner that so happens to be a good guy. I don't know. Yeah, but, he plays all these extreme different characters, but there's one constant. Always mm. showing the chest hair. And he is like just enough. It's not too much. And it doesn't contain in his hair. jewelry. Huh? I think he has some. He has tattoos. The director made himself too. He drew out <laughs> the tattoos for him. Oh, oh, for real. Okay. Yeah. So he likes to show off the chest. I like to see a pectoral from time to time. Sure. I'll take it. Yeah. All right. Well, Harry, true to his word, attacks Sirius, but then Lupin out of nowhere disarms Harry and embraces Sirius. Also, Lupin is a werewolf. <laughs> bam, bam. Finally, it is revealed. And they just can't take three seconds to tell the terrified, you know, high school right. children in the corner that they are not here to kill one of them. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. They just I, keep like you can you can kind of understand Sirius, like, you know, he's still kind of crazy after having been in, yeah. on the run and being an Azkaban and everything, but but Lupin just it like it'll be like a, a five five word sentence. Just say we're not trying to kill you, Harry. And like, oh, well then what are we doing here? Like, like <laughs> oh, okay, well, that puts me a little bit at ease, other than just like the back and forth, like, no, I've gotta kill him now. Well, wait a minute. <laughs> what? <laughs> Honestly, Sirius Black, he's bipolar because he is like manic in the tree. He is fucking manic. But then when he gets outside the tree, he's like the wisest, <laughs> kindly uncle you've ever met in your life. Like, it's 15 seconds between him that is true. bouncing from, like, wanting to essentially be a murderer to being like, I love you, Harry. We'll live together forever. <laughs> we should get an apartment together in the country. Yeah. <laughs> also, you know who wasn't surprised by this Lupin twist was me, the seventh grade me. Because um, Lupin in Latin means wolf. Yeah. And then also his first name is Remus, who is one of the brothers from Rome, who was uh, uh, suckling uh, one of the she-wolves Robin back in the day. Mm. Oh. Mm. <clears throat> Matt, Max paid attention in Latin. I did not. I took Spanish, you know, uh, and I also did poorly. So, uh, <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, I took French and also did poorly. So <laughs> this uh, that also didn't help me. So Lupin in black tell the kids that Peter Pettigrew was the one who betrayed Harry's parents. But then Snape runs in soap opera style only to get stunned by Harry. There is a lot of changing of of wands and hands that happens really fast in this. Where it's just like, Mm -hmm. what is it? Expelliarmus, like puff. Ha ha. Expelliarmus, puff. Ha ha. I mean, it just like keeps (laughs) happening across the room. It is a fucking comedy skit. It's kind of like a Pink Panther movie. Kato, mm. not now, Kato. <laughs> Honestly, like I, I kind of feel bad for Snape in this movie. Like he's kind of yes. getting shit on the entire time, yes. <laughs> and he's really like just doing the right thing. I know he's trying to help. Well, Lupin and Sirius force Pettigrew into his human form, and Harry calls off the murder because he doesn't want his father's best friends to become killers. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Should have murdered him. So nice. Yeah. yeah. Books, Honestly, books four, four through seven wouldn't have happened if you just yeah. killed Peter. Or like at least knock him out or do something to him. Yeah, Dude, they made the classic you know, Bond legs. villain. I think mistake. they bind him with uh with some kind of a spell. I don't know why they didn't do that in this, but yeah, well it doesn't work out. <laughs> or at least like cut off a piece of his body and like eat it in front of him to shell shock him into never being able to escape, or maybe like uh, find the thing he loves most, like a family member or something, and just like. <laughs> Get like marry like get, like make them pretend like you're in love with them and and get married to them or something like that, right? And then sort of flaunt it and be like, oh, they love me more now or something to 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 make him never fathom running away, you know? 
let them know that you mean business. Let them know that you the the depths of your depravity will know no bounds. Yeah, just just you have to like, scare them. Just like put use like a feather, like take a feather and just start like <laughs> like lightly tickling his balls with it or something. You know what I mean? Anything to get him to be mortified to run away. Hold on, I think your your definition of torture is somewhat confused and. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Perception of time here might be a little, but you know what? I like you, you. You got your heart in the right place, and I like. That. I'd say bring him flowers, take him to a movie, whatever movie he wants. Afterwards, go get some escargot at a tiny French restaurant with a bottle of wine. You know and what? Fuck him in the bathroom. <laughs> Anything to get him to stay. But then leave and keep and leave him with a bill. Yeah, and then leave no. him with the bill. Then he's yeah. gonna be looking for you. That's true. And then he'll come out. Come, yeah, exactly. And then he'll do exactly what he'll become. He'll become obsessed with finding me. And Voldemort will be like, well, hey, hey, we're now with me. You know, however Voldemort sounds. I don't know how the fuck he sounds. I'm not a fucking uh, uh, impressionist comic. All right. I do my own thing. I do different stuff. Okay. We'll talk about it later. It's something else. God damn it. But either way. <laughs> well, then Harry and Black have a serious conversation about Harry moving in with them. And oh, fuck, it's a full moon. And Lupin transforms into the werewolf. Oh, fuck. And Creepy old Pettigrew transforms back into a rat and escapes. <laughs> just, this, this is all just making me very uncomfortable. You got Lupin constantly giving Harry candy throughout this entire movie. <laughs> then you have Sirius Black being like, hey, man, maybe we should get an apartment out in the country where there aren't a lot of people around. It's like, I, Harry, I think you're getting taken advantage of here, buddy. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Meanwhile, Snape. No, it's just just going to say Snape, you know, he's been catching hell, as everyone was saying, this entire movie. He is the only one that jumps in front of this fucking yeah. werewolf. Yes. Yes. Yeah, he shows his true colors Despite there. Despite the fact that Harry just knocked him unconscious, like completely uncalled for from Snape's perspective, he still tries to save all of their lives. He also jumps in front of his three least favorite students, which is showing a lot. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, but considering that he just got he just gone over the werewolf, you know, lesson plan, he should know that just it's kind of like you treat werewolves kind of like sharks, you know, like you, the shark, you poke him in the eye, hit him in the nose. You just kick him in the dick. It works <laughs> every fucking time. You just every kick time. him in the dick. And also mm-hmm. fun little factoid for everybody is all werewolves are actually male when they turn into a werewolf. Little dangly thing Ooh. comes out. Yeah. You know, mm. it's good for balance. Should have tickled his balls. Really good research this week. Thank you for that. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> I, I gotta ask though. I mean, for it is not really all that hard to track moon cycles. They're pretty regular. <laughs> How does a man yeah. that has been a werewolf his entire goddamn life make that mistake? Yeah. How are you just surprised? A full moon does just not come out of nowhere ever. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Did you take your pills today? Oh, fuck. <laughs> he, he knew. He's an addict. He's an addict. He can't help himself. <laughs> he knew what moon cycle it was. And I just and, feel and, so much more normal without him. <laughs> and once again, and once again, we got another instance of fucking stupid Harry who has a magic goddamn fucking wand in his hand and he throws <laughs> a rock at the werewolf. This kid has got to be mentally mentally challenged. I mean, it is insane. <laughs> and then Hermione just has to do everything. And she, she does, does. Yeah. yeah. And she knocks out of the park with her cheat device. Why Ron needs a, che- a cheater's device at this point. You can't trust um, she Ron has with something t- like that. You can't. Right. Yeah, no. You'll find up. a way to fuck it up. You can fuck it up. <laughs> 
Ron's Ron has a pet rat, which first of all, it's <laughs> yeah. like Jesus Christ, never be friends with a kid with a pet rat. Right. And then his pet rat turns into like the second most evil person in the entire series. Right. So he actually it's has like, a pet human. So that yeah. makes it mm-hmm. even worse. It does. <laughs> yeah. Without the fun. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Well, Harry uh, runs after Black, who's uh, seriously injured. Second serious pun. When a gaggle of Dementors show up to suck both their faces, but then a stag Patronus. Is that what it is? Yes. Patronus. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Just, like, just like the drink. Okay, appears blowing all the Dementors away while Harry passes out. Yeah, uh. I just keep imagining if Bill's little, like, swallow Patronus was... <laughs> What's the thing that traced these? Oh these yeah, yeah. I got some kind. I did the the thing on the the Pottermore website, the Wizarding World, and I got some fucking tiny ass bird. Unbelievable! I was so <laughs> pissed. I know that sucks, dude. <laughs> Stupid yeah. bird. You know, it's it was like a, it was like a swallow or a dove. You know, something very <clears throat> feminine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bill is a Bill is a dove. He's a uh, dainty little dove. Yeah, I, I put I did my Pottermore quiz. I got uh, an ex girlfriend. <laughs> Jesus, terrifying. She's just real mean looking at me. I was like, I don't want to. I don't want to make anybody go through this. You know what just, I mean? Just bitching at you. You never put the dishes in the dishwasher. Right? It was, <laughs> awful. was like, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. I'm out. Yeah, it was. It was it's effective, but I mean, jeez. Uh, I think you might be onto something to replace the Azkaban guards, man. Just have a bunch of ex girlfriends running around. Jesus. <laughs> oh, but what, what, one thing: How many times has Harry fainted in this movie? Oh I mean, this God. is like the nineteenth time he's fainted yeah. in this movie. Yeah. This kid's mm-hmm. like a this kid's like a Southern Belle grabbing his pearls. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> <laughs> not well. Not only that, too. All right. First of all, I mean, I gotta. We we've just completely not talked about the entire movie. The fact that Patronus will take the shape of an animal, and it's going to be significant to you in some way, and will always be the same. It's just been like a wall of white, and now all of a sudden, if it's a stag, apparently. Oh, that's fun. Mm. I mean, that actually is how it's supposed to be in the movie, but we haven't or the book. We haven't talked about that, so they just threw that in there for for no fucking reason, I guess. Um, <laughs> Harry passing out sees a glowing stag standing on the lake. He's like, "Oh, my dead dad." Right. That makes perfect sense. Sure. Sure. All right. Absolutely. Um, and uh, and later, it's not a, it's not a stag anymore. When we find out what actually happens, it then becomes just a white wall. What the fuck is going mm. on with this shit? Why can't we get anything consistent? <laughs> mm. yeah, my blood pressure is just as high as yours is right now. Uh, I can <laughs> tell you, John, and I appreciate that. Deep breaths, Bill. No. Breaths. Those, those are for Deep. the weak. <laughs> breathe breathe through the anger <laughs> alright well fast forwarding and Hermione has a time machine makes things a lot easier now <laughs> yeah now it all makes sense okay yeah. <laughs> no big deal she's go. just got a fucking time machine she could have accidentally brought back Hitler who knows like it's all fun <laughs> she could have just stopped this entire thing like, like before you go down the tree time machine right you know what I mean like there's so many po- this movie should, could have been five minutes long yeah, I, uh, yeah, I, I love five minute, five minute long movies. Those are my favorite <laughs> movies. Yeah, <laughs> Holden's wishing this movie was about five minutes long at this point. <laughs> <laughs> well, Harry and Hermione first save Buckbeak, which is a good thing because Buckbeak then saves the kids from the werewolf. Then Harry performs a super powerful stag Patronus, which I guess is just a white wall, as Bill mentioned. And what do you know? Is him all along? Aww. Yeah, this is like uh, a son. Or like like a son whose dad's gone to prison, 
and hasn't really like reckoned with it yet. And he's always like, Mom, am I going to see Dad? Is he coming back? He's never coming back. I believe he is. He's a good guy. You know, uh. it's like no, Hermione, Hermione even tries to correct him. Like, no, like your dad is dead. Yeah, I know Hermione, but I know what I saw. No, you fucking don't. You're an idiot. <laughs> Listen, Listen to the person with the fucking time machine. <laughs> Listen to Hermione. She's the only smart right. person in the movie. And everyone hates yep. her for it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Britain's tough. Yeah. Britain's yep. hardcore, dude. Yeah. Way hard, more hardcore than, you know. Yeah. Uh, actually, no, I can't actually think of something that's uh, less hardcore than it. <laughs> <laughs> Much more hardcore than insert thing. Uh, I'm telling you, those fuckers <laughs> never miss a tea time, man. It's <laughs> straight to business. They love their tea and their cigarettes. <sighs> mm-hmm. Everybody smokes over there. All right. Then the kids break Sirius out of jail. Uh, apparently Hogwarts has a prison. And uh, the usher in the safety on the back of Buckbeak. There Sounds you go. like an urban dictionary. Beautiful. And um, in the kids don't break Sirius out of jail. Hermione breaks Sirius out of snail, uh, jail with that that fucking phenomenal like bomb charm. I don't know why she doesn't use that more often. I'd just be blowing stuff uh-huh. up left and right all the time. <laughs> Again, a thing kids love to do that just is not happening to the degree it should be happening in these movies. Blowing shit. If I had the ability yep. to blow shit up uh, that easily, that would be happening way more randomly in different times. <laughs> Just Whenever they show the out, like the uh, the outskirts of Hogwarts, you just see like explosions all over the castle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, she she knows like she's perfected the Aloha Hamora charm too, and she's like, no, 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 I got this. Let me give this one a shot, and then she like blows blows Sirius heads off. <laughs> Shrapnel just, just riddles his body. <laughs> just rewinds the clock two minutes. Hold on, hold on, I can fix it. Hold uh, on. Oh boy, I've done that before. <laughs> How many times have you killed Sirius? About 12. This <laughs> is like Tony Shalhoub in uh, Men in Black. Right. <laughs> well, to wrap up the movie, Harry meets with Lupin, who uh, resigns after Snape exposes him as a werewolf. Then Sirius sends Harry a thunderbolt broomstick as a gift as Harry flies away, smiling on a freeze-frame ending of the movie. Yay! So All right. Such a callback to the 90s with that. I know. I, lo- I love how Sirius just abandons him again. Hey, you know, man, remember that thing about the apartment? Yeah, things are going to be kind of crazy for me for the uh, next couple of months, so that's probably not going to work out. Anyways, <laughs> bye. You ever seen Angels in the Outfield? Yeah, that's going to be me. All right. <laughs> I'm so glad you brought up Angels in the Outfield. <laughs> Have you guys done that one yet? No, no. Coming soon. Coming soon. <laughs> All right, time for trivia. And I'm only going to do three, because okay. like our Robocop episode, right. I suggest you just download the Wizard and the Bruiser Harry Potter episodes off Spotify for more details, Dude, of you. course. And uh, we need to get hold of Thank you so much. Too, so. Oh, sure. But t- yeah, you can take it. This is like it. record speed for Harry Potter. Jesus Christ. Yeah, you guys are slamming through yeah. it. All right. Really try to condense I'm ready it. for some trivia. All right. Well, Ian McKellen turned down the role of Dumbledore since he was already playing Gandalf. Yeah, fuck that guy. Much better character, he, Gandalf. He would have been good. He would have been really good. Yeah. It would have been good, but I mean, I'm fine with the the Dumbledore that they end up with. Yeah, yeah. no, I like mm-hmm. them too. Um, I saw Ian McKellen in Athens, Greece, a couple of years ago. I had dinner right next to him. Oh, he was just looking classy as fuck. Had an ascot <laughs> on. It was like 85 degrees outside. What did he smell like? I should have smelled him. I didn't have my invisibility cloak though, so I wasn't able to do it. <laughs> so you weren't able to masturbate. <laughs> Unfortunate. Unfortunate. Is this dressing? 
Yeah. He probably My is, dressing. He probably <laughs> smells like silk and leather conditioner. Yeah. <laughs> Why is that chair vibrating? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a Sibian. Sorry. <laughs> Um, Guillermo del Toro was offered to direct a movie, but he turned it down since he was already making Hellboy. And he also said the movies were too bright and happy. Which is so funny because this is the dark one and they let Koran go nuts. Yep. So. That's a shame. He could have, I mean, some of the other later ones have have some seriously dark shit going on in them too. And he, he could have done some really good uh-huh. stuff with that. Yeah, with his mm-hmm. monsters. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, especially mm-hmm. the sixth one. Yes, that was what I was thinking too. Yeah. He would have punched those spiders continuously each each fucking movie he did. Like mm-hmm. there would have been an entire generation of just nothing but Harry Potter night terrors. Oh, the, the, oh, the dude, battle the of spider Hogwarts nightmares would have been way better if <laughs> that had changed. If wow. only uh, you would have been covered in supremo spiders <laughs> if that had happened. Gosh, the production value in this night night terror is fantastic. Yeah, yeah, you wake up screaming at the top of your lungs. You're like, I have to admit though really a step up from what they were when I was nine. And I think it's because of Guillermo del Toro. Um, And also, so the new director had the three main actors write essays about their characters, which ended up um, perfectly matching their personalities because Emma Watson wrote like a 16-page essay. Daniel Radcliffe wrote a one-page essay and uh, Rupert Grint didn't do it, saying that Ron wouldn't have done it either. (laughs) I love it. That is really good. What a boss. It's great. Okay, so I like the actor a lot more than the character, officially. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, time for questions. Who is your favorite and least favorite in this? Who begins? Do so I begin? Yeah, why don't you go first? Yeah. Why don't you go first? Go. All right, least favorite character, problematic, shrunken head. And not because <laughs> it's problematic. It's because, come on, it's, ha- it's Haitian. <laughs> what are we doing here? Voodoo is Haitian. Uh, I love that it's problematic. I think that's great. I bathe in the waters of problematicness. <laughs> but uh, let's come on. Let's stick with what it really is. It's a Haitian. Should have been a Haitian accent. And uh, for favorite character, definitely. I said it earlier. Spoiler alert. I, I, at first, I was going to say Sirius Black. And then I was going to say Lupin. But those are bullshit ass answers because it's clearly <laughs> Trelawney. She rules the school. She's has the. She's scary. In a moment, she's in Emma Thompson again. I would slice her open, slowly peel the skin off of her body. Delicately, though. Delicately. Yes. Dance with it. Insert Goodbye Horses song. Oh, exactly. Play that particular song. Definitely become become the lady with, you know, the tuck and uh, go to town wearing her skin. And even maybe try to go out and about, go to the post office. So what I, I mean, obviously, out of quarantine, I would not dare think about wearing her skin to a grocery store in, during quarantine times. But once it's done, oh, yeah, mama, I'm going to the circus wearing her fucking flappers. I don't know what to say. Get me off here. <laughs> Someone else go. I can't be. Not, my wife's in the room. She's looking at me. She's very disappointed. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, I, I, top, I can hear it? my yeah. wife's eyes rolling from the other room. So. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I'll jump in. Um, my uh, my least favorite character is definitely the girl um, from the Bogart scene who turned the giant snake into a creepy fucking Jack in the Box. Oh yeah, like Jesus ah, Christ, not, fucking funny at all. That's terrifying. That girl is warped, and there's something seriously wrong with her. Uh, She's like the boy from uh, the Twilight Zone movie. 
Yeah. It's like controlling the family. Yeah, it's like oh, terrifying her instincts. Ugh. I didn't like that one bit. One bit. <laughs> oh, so you like the spider? <laughs> the spider? No, of course I didn't like the spider. And it, it doesn't make it funny to put it on wheels either. I don't know what the fuck Ron was thinking with that. I mean, like, <laughs> that's even a faster spider. Oh, right. Now it's even faster. <laughs> right. Have you seen those things? How coordinated they are? He would master that, those roller skates in a second. Oh my! Yeah, God. they also have yeah. webs. Um, yeah, my favorite character is gonna. It's a, it's a little cliche, but I got to go with Snape. I mean, Snape is extra funny mm. in this movie, just tearing down Hermione, tearing down Lupin every chance that he gets, and also being the only reasonable uh, adult in the room, actually trying to protect the children from the serious threats that exist in this world. So Snape is my favorite in this. Ooh, movie. Hell yeah. Uh, my least favorite, uh, is Hermione because the gall on her, the gall on her being a strong, intelligent, independent woman. I mean, get with it. All right. Just just stop. And, um, I have to say my favorite's Lupin. His devil may care. I'm definitely a heroin addict. Uh, attitude is, uh, is appealing to me. I like it. So, my least favorite is going to be um, Aunt Petunia, or whatever the fuck her name is, that got <laughs> blown up and, you know, sent into the stratosphere. Marge! Yeah, fat Marge. <laughs> fat Marge. Marge. So, Marge, um, you just, you don't talk shit about folks' family, um, especially, uh, <laughs> you just don't do it. So, she got what she was coming to her. Fuck her. Um, my favorite <laughs> is also going to be Snape. Um, consistently throughout the series, he's he grounds everything. I like the dry sense of humor. He tries to actually save the fucking kids, even though he has no reason to, because he hates them. They hate him. He's just a good all around guy. Um, and we'll learn in further episodes why he is just so endearing. And I can't keep that from, well, skewing my view of him. I love him. John, this your your ratings are uh, are, are perfectly describing our, our relationship, because uh, we agree on Snape. But I have Marge as my close runner up as a favorite. Uh, because of the shit she gives Harry. I mean, if there's, it's it's just true. It's just true. If there's something wrong with the bitch, there's something wrong with the pup. <laughs> That's just a good line. It's a good yes, line. Indeed, it is. Blood wins out. That's just fact. Everyone knows that. So, and then the the brandy, like just uh, just a little bit. Of, no, a little bit more. A little bit more. So, <laughs> Bill, is this how you got stabbed outside of a Boston's Red Sox game? <laughs> oh. That was not outside of a Red Sox game. No, no, no. That was outside my home. <laughs> nice uh, going away present for Bill before leaving Boston. Boston wanted to say, uh, here's a way to remember us. Step, step, step. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was great. That was, that was good. I like that. Uh, you make, you make me, you're a good coworker. I'm not going to pull my funds out of the 401k program anymore, Max. It's okay. Good. All right. My favorite, I'm going to say, is going to be uh, Lupin. And my least favorite is Lupin's molester mustache. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That heart to heart scene was just a little, it could have been a little bit better if he didn't have a creepy ass mustache and was just like idly staring at Harry the whole time. You know what, Max? Just because you're not very good at fashion doesn't mean you need to criticize other people okay <laughs> i frankly think that that mustache was just very dashing and it let you know immediately when he walked into the room that he's a rogue you don't know like he, he could just do anything mm-hmm. he might he just walk up to harry and just chick lick the entire side of his face you don't know you don't know 
<laughs> just I just can't believe what a crazy coincidence it is that his name means wolf in Latin, and that was well before he was ever turned into a wolf man. <laughs> yeah. And his name being Remus. That was named after Rome. Yeah. Yeah. That's Kinda like weird. naming your kid bully. You know what I mean? It's just gonna, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Naming your kid janitor. You know what I mean? <laughs> this is my son, Cuck. <laughs> How is he? Eh. <laughs> he's, uh, he's awful. We wanted him to be terrible, so we named him that. Uh, <laughs> this, is, this is my son, Mac, got hit by a truck. We like to encourage him to play in a road. It's, it's, it seems to enjoy it a lot. I just don't yeah, want to watch Pet Cemetery all the time. I don't want to deal yeah. with Cuck though, because he gets to see all of his, you know, siblings conceived. That's fucked up. I, right? Yeah, you got to think about upsetting. that. The butterfly effect is intense on the name on a name <laughs> called Cuck. Yeah, man, this this episode's getting real fucking dirty. All right, just, just furiously masturbating <laughs> the children. The children love to do it. Oh, how much, that's the how much do you think? How much do you think Tonks likes the mustache rides? That's that's what I want to know. Oh yeah, dude. Mm. Changing that mustache, different colors while it's happening. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, God. It's like Universal Studios over there. Ride the rainbow. <laughs> 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 All right, just so IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes have their own rating systems, we decided to make our own. So what would your rating be for this one? I'm going to go with nine problematic talking heads out of 13 <laughs> those are <good>. problematic talking <laughs> heads. Those are good numbers. I like those numbers. Uh, shrunken heads, rather. Yes, right? I think that's a good... It's yeah. fair. It's fair. <laughs> Um, I would, uh, I'm going to give this movie zero fucks, which is actually the, the exact same level of care that the director gave to important details in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We didn't talk a ton about the, some of the differences. Um, well, like uh, there are, I mean, just leaving, leaving out, I mean, I'm not even talking about, I know you have to cut out scenes and stuff like that, but like not, not the, the things like not explaining why they're, they, they have the, the, the ability to turn into animals, not explaining the origins of the, the map, <laughs> not explaining that, uh, Patronuses turn into animals. Like, and those are all things that become relevant late in later movies, not just later books. Like in the, the one in the, when they're, when he's, te- Harry's teaching them how to do the Patronus, they got fucking animals floating all over the place. Why is that? Mm-hmm. They never explained that. What do you mean? Patronuses are animals? Is- Who knew? This is why I always was happy that these films were were a companion piece to the book because it all washes over me and I don't realize that they're not explaining things because it's just already in my mind. You know what I mean? And that's how I would always suggest everyone refer to these films. Always as like, these are just a little bonus once you've actually once you've read the book. No, you know? no, because then I can't be upset about it. So I'm going to forget. I'm going to pretend <laughs> I didn't hear that. You are in the right. But yes, absolutely. And 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 also all of uh, the rolling tweets are canon and there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> I've, just, I've also just ignored the rolling tweets. Oh, they're canon, baby. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have money marry the wrong guy. <laughs> so we have to stop all this talk about like the not working like, between books to movies, because I am deathly fucking terrified that the new Dune adaptation is going to suck mm. donkey dick. So that's, mm, mm. I hope it's good. I'm excited. An awesome for it. director. Ugh, who's, who's getting arrested? Not me yeah. for a change. Sacramento oh, masturbator no. is still no, no, large. No one's, getting ar- no one's getting arrested. Someone's dying from the super flu. 
I, I don't uh, know. There was someone yelling. There was someone yelling, help, help, help. I'm being attacked <laughs> outside my window. And then I heard sirens. I just yelled out to her, shut the fuck up. I'm trying to do a podcast. <laughs> I'm talking about Harry Potter. Try talking about the so. inconsistencies of the books and the films. <laughs> Important things. So I'll give this uh, three werewolf chodes out of... Uh, yeah, one poorly designed Haitian mm-hmm. accent of a shrunken head. Did... There were, there were more shrunken heads in the movie, too, when they were trying to sneak into the three broomsticks. Uh, oh, yeah, and, there were some more. And they said no minors allowed after Harry got through with the invisibility cloak. I thought that was a weird, why do we need more shrunken heads? I, I didn't understand that. Mm. But it must have been a phase. I don't know. Was there something going on in the country back then? Oh, good question. Good question. Mm. Let's say yes. Let's say yes. Yeah, I like. I mean, yes. we didn't have to. We didn't have to worry about small hands yet, so that wasn't it. Um, well, we don't, and we don't really worry about being accurately or accurate or correct on this podcast. So let's just go with yes and just stand by it resolutely. I like it. Yay! Yes. Moving on. <laughs> I'm going to uh, give a rating of one of Hagrid's fantastic ties. Yes. Out of <laughs> all right, uh, Jimi Hendrix roadies. Probably massive doses of peyote that she was on the entire movie. <laughs> I bet she, yeah. she's probably the school drug dealer. Truth be told. Oh yeah. Oh uh, yeah. For and the one that like the teacher that like parties with the students to an uncomfortable degree. <laughs> you know, like oh she, Trelawney's so cool she parties, and then you realize in your thirties you're like oh that was actually fucked up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She had a problem. Yeah, that was weird. She shouldn't have been hanging out with us. I foresee you getting fucked up in the future. Just has a yeah. bunch of fucking drugs in a bag going to the party. Yeah, you know what? I'll, I'll give this. Um, I'll give this fifteen quaalude stashes for Trulani out of uh, twenty-two indecent exposures for Harry under the uh, invisibility cloak. Out of 2,500 wow. hours of therapy for Ron after realizing <laughs> that he was tugging in front of a fucking bucktooth balding old fat man this entire time. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking escalated. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Three, the three-part fraction, too. You gotta love the three-part fraction. It all equals <laughs> up to E. <laughs> or excellent. All right. Looks like we got a couple extra minutes. You guys have any um, TV or movie recommendations real quick? I've dipped back into sure. uh, back into an, an old well. It's a it's an old it's an older show, but uh, I always will highly recommend it. Is Firefly? I've gone back to Firefly, and Firefly mm. is just such a great show. It's a it's a little Ooh. it's a little hokey, you know. Like you shouldn't take it as a serious show, but I mean it's it's a futuristic space show and it's a western cowboy show. I mean it, it's so, it's it's fun. It's a lot. It's a, that's just if you haven't watched it before, it's worth it. There's only one season, and then you can watch Serenity the movie to get the conclusion of the storyline, and it it works. It's all just wonderful. Sounds like Bill needs to listen to that Wizard and the Bruiser episode. Hey hey, hell yeah, Wizard and the Bruiser episode. It's also on Wizard and the Bruiser. It is Mike Judge week for Pop History and Wizard and the Bruiser. Pop History is the page nice. seven version of Wizard and the Bruiser. Um, and so I went back and found out or realized at least how much Beavis and Butthead do America holds up. It's a really good movie. It's funny as hell. I th- I was worried. I was worried it was not going to it was not going to stand the test of time and it is just absolutely solid. The music's great. The uh the comedy is hilarious. It's just so stupid. Like I just love how 
excessively dumb everyone is. Especially like the principal is literally the principal just goes like that's what he does, and it's hilarious. And uh, besides that, for TV, I'm really enjoying Mrs. America on Hulu. Is where I'm watching it. It's Kate Blanchett starring in essentially a show about the feminism movement in the 70s, but she plays someone who's fighting against the Equal Rights Amendment, oh. who's super conservative, who's fighting to a, like get, who's fighting against feminism, hmm. and it's Kate just Blanchett's a, awesome. She's so good. She's such a good actress. Tracy Ullman's in it, and she's amazing. Really? Yeah, she plays the woman who wrote the Feminine Mystique. It's really good. I'm really like su- actually surprised at how much I'm enjoying it. It's really really cool. solid. Yeah, it's very well made and great yeah. soundtrack. That it's got that 70s killer rock and roll soundtrack that's just perfect. Oh yeah. Yeah. Anybody else? Uh I got a uh, a new one that's uh out Ooh. there now. What uh is it, Tim? <laughs> Oh fuck it's, you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? Shut up, Junior. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, Law and Order SU, uh, <laughs> SUV. Oh wow, yeah, that's the one where they yeah. just are in an SUV driving around solving crimes, but they can't get out of the car. So you tell exactly. me I can't leave this car. It's all shit. It's social me. distancing, Law and Order. Yeah, distancing <laughs> version. So you tell me if I get out of this car, I might contaminate somebody. You will die cold. of COVID, is what I'm saying. <laughs> Man, death cold. <laughs> um, I'll give a quick recommendation, and it's uh, Rear Window from 1954. Perfect quarantine movie. James Stewart's stuck in the house for eight weeks. He thinks he witnesses his neighbor murdering his wife. Really, really fun. And um, it also stars Grace Kelly, who's just a total smoke show in that movie. Mm-hmm. She's not even my type. Mm-hmm. Fantastic flick. Fun time. So, not a show or a movie necessarily, but Ken Burns' country music documentary uh, is yeah. just to fucking so die So good. It is oh, so good. Holy God. shit, that is a great documentary. Oh, and I uh, mean, series. It, it's, it, it's the best way to tap into, because every American has woe. We don't even know what woe means, but we have some. And it helps you tap into that, um, especially in these days where the world's kind of ending. It's like a soft ending, you know. Yeah, I kind of want to go back and rewatch it because I watched it well before all this went down and I feel like I would connect to it even more <laughs> at this <laughs> yeah. point. Man, that, it's so good, though. That, that's a good one, too. Uh, so I could actually go back and watch it again as well. Okay, I, I watched a lot of the episodes kind of like half paying attention while doing other things like you know cleaning around the house or, or cooking dinner or something like that, like half paying attention just because the music was so good. But like yeah. the the few episodes that I was really paying attention were, were also just it's just great information. It was entertaining. So I'm serious when I, when, awesome. I, when I say this, watch it like weepy drunk, like get yourself like crazy <laughs> weepy whiskey drunk and watch it. Mm-hmm. And it's, it just hits home so much more. You're like, I know my people, man, in the hills. Like just, it's, 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 it's good. <laughs> get yourself on like Hank Williams borderline drunk. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you, uh, yeah, it's worth it. Another uh, good Ken Burns one. Have you guys watched the prohibition one? Uh huh. Yeah, great. with Tom Hanks as a narrator. That's, Dude, a, that's a great one. The fu- the baseball one, man. Baseball is a cl- yeah. So baseball is Civil War. Good. Yeah. Civil War is. I grew up like my family are big Civil War enthusiasts, and I grew up on that documentary. And then I went back and watched baseball, and I'm not a. I mean, I like going to the ballpark every now, like once in a blue moon, but I do not really pay much attention. And that was one of the best mm-hmm. 
doc series ever I've ever. You do not have to be an, a sports enthusiast to, to because it's more about the history of America, just like yeah. country music is. It's just social commentary and yeah. yeah. He's got one on. I've watched the baseball in. one like three times. He's got one on the national mm-hmm. parks too, and that one's also really, really fucking good. Yeah. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we should get Ken Burns on next week and just absolutely <laughs> horrify him with all of our content. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. I got his number. I'll give him a call. Find, okay. s- find some way to sexualize the Roosevelt uh, episodes. <laughs> oh, that won't be too hard. <laughs> Talk talking about Eleanor. Mm. <laughs> All right. Well, that wraps up week three of our Harry Potter movie marathon. If you like the show, please tell your friends about us and rate and review. And uh, to all the Trumpers out there who have emailed us or just given us low ratings to our political commentary, just be happy that you're guys in charge. Don't be a sore winner. <laughs> and um, also know that if Joe Biden wins in November, we're going to be trashing on him, too, because it's not going to be that hard. <laughs> no. I think I can't put three words together. <laughs> Fucking rambling true. Joe Biden. Oh, oh. my God. Oh God. I cannot wait until he gets his first hot mic. What he Uncle, says. Uncle, cr- <laughs> Uncle Creepy Joe. <laughs> yep, uh, eating that ice cream. <laughs> um, yeah, holding for our Christmas month, we kind of went off the rails just because we were just covering like just really shitty. Like we did the Jack Frost TV special, oh, God. so we started just making up like Rudy Giuliani, Mike Pence, homoerotica fiction. <laughs> As one does, Some people didn't. normal stuff. Yeah, and that's when the that's when the one star started coming in. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, you got the Twitch stream to jump on to. Um, is there anything else you want to plug before you head out of here? Just check out Wizard of the Bruiser on page seven. You can find me on Twitch at uh, twitch.tv forward slash Holdenators Ho. And uh, yeah, that's about it. Thank you so much, guys, for having me on. This was super fun. Well, thanks so yeah. much for joining. Thank you, man. Yeah, thanks for coming. Yeah, we love having you on. Absolutely. All right, that's Joe. Bye bye. Deuces, fuckers. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, too. Like, I was kind of letting some things like go a little bit more than I usually do because I knew we were on a, a on a time crunch. Yeah, I think maybe having that in mind is a good thing. I mean, I, there's one thing I was gonna let I let go that I think I need to bring up now, though. Is that Bill yeah. cooking and cleaning? Where is Sam? That's women's work. Oh, look. There's only so much that can be done when she's down bicycling for the energy in the house. You know what I mean? Okay. I can't wait to see what the nightmares actually look like. It's just going to be like kids crossed with spiders, crossed with I don't even fucking know what. I can't wait till Francis has the same night terrors as Bill and then Sam has to wake up and there's just two of the two of them screaming about spiders. <laughs> and she's just like, what is happening to my life right now? <laughs> well, well, what choices? Where where did I go wrong? Yeah. How, how many turns in the time turner does this take? Right. <laughs> <laughs>